We are talking about how we can have the faith of God in order to receive from God. For without faith it is impossible to please God. And our faith must be based on what God desires and what God has expressed in His Word. In this case, divine healing. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And then by His stripes we are healed. Jesus have taken our sin, our sickness, the curse. The Bible says himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. By his straps we are healed. It says Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of sickness. He redeemed us from the curse of the law, the curse that would come from breaking the law, breaking the commandment uh, of the word of God in the, under the old covenant. Christ has redeemed us from that. And we can read in the Old Testament over and over, Exodus 15, I am the Lord, your healer, Jehovah Rapha. And we can read how the Lord says, I will bless you, bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from you. So God is a healer. The nature of God is still the same. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And to uh, develop and to receive the faith of God, to develop and to have the faith that God has in order to receive what God has for us, we have to hear the Word. We have to do what the Word of God says in Romans 10.17. We have to hear the Word because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of Christ is the original translation. The original uh, Greek says it comes by the word of Christ, referring not only to Jesus as a person or as God, but it's referring to the anointing which Jesus was anointed with, because Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power, and he went about and did good. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Hallelujah. Jesus has been anointed to deliver and to heal those who are oppressed by the devil. Romans 10:17. Again, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of Christ. As we read the word of God, as we hear the word of God, I always tell people that I'm working with, uh, discipling, uh, or teaching them for the ministry, I'm telling them to read the Word of God out loud and read it uh, as you would a letter from a trusted friend. Consider it the final authority. In other words, don't start explaining. Observe that the Word of God doesn't say that we are called to explain the gospel. We are called to proclaim the gospel, to preach with, which is to proclaim the word not to explain it. The Holy Spirit reveals it to us, but many times by explaining, we're explaining away, and it becomes intellectual rather than real. Rather than revealed it becomes intellectual, and the revealed, quickened word of God is what we're talking about that is the faith of God that we need in order to receive and lay, lay hold of those promises. And in this case, the promise of divine healing and help. So we have to separate ourselves, not to listen to preaching that are contrary to the word of God. And the 
puts doubt in our hearts or to conversations that people might have questioning whether God still heals or if, he, if we can learn things by being sick there's a common explanation I'm suffering this sickness and disease because God is teaching me something God doesn't teach us through sickness and disease He teaches us by the Holy Spirit through His Word the devil is not the teacher of the church the Holy Spirit is people will explain and try to figure out why did this happen See, we are not to know why we are in the sense of understanding all the time with our natural mind God has given us a spiritual he gives us spiritual understanding and wisdom in Mark 7 13 how Jesus corrected the religious leaders he's telling them that they were making the word of God of non-effect through their traditions religious traditions we have them even today Different denominations have different doctrines and different traditions. Teaching for doctrines the commandments of men, it says in verse 7. So we are not to teach for doctrines the commandments of men. I always think about this scripture, your faith cannot stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. It's not what we understand, or we can grasp with our natural understanding or with our minds that brings salvation deliverance it's the power of God it's the anointing of God that brings deliverance the anointed one Jesus the anointed one so we can explain away sometimes and listen to people that try to explain healing this happened because of that and so on and so forth forget about that go to straight to the word of God and I can see that with people that are the more educated sometimes and I believe in education I have a lot of education myself but it's sometimes people that put their uh, confidence or are or tra- or trained to analyze, it's harder for them to receive. While you come to people uh, that are not highly educated necessarily, but they're highly intuitive. And it's easy for them to receive because that just takes the word for what it says. And I see it over and over and over again. And I heard from a friend of mine that was this tribe in Africa and they had received a copy of the New Testament. Uh, there was somebody there that was able to read and when this person that was able to read this communicated with the rest of the tribe everybody believed it everybody decided the chief decided we're going to be Christians and everybody believed it and everybody was healed and everybody was blessed they didn't complicate it they didn't go years and years and try to believe they just received it with simplicity faith can only be built upon the power of of God that your faith should not stand in wisdom of man but in the power of God which is the power of the word of God our faith then is being planted in our hearts through the word but our faith must be nourished watered and we must have a genuine love for God because disobedience will abort the answer, it will abort the blessings of God. The blessings will not come to a person's life that refuses to serve God and obey God. We don't have to fear. We don't have to fear anything. Because God is a good God. Fear is another robber that wants to rob us of the blessing of the Lord. First John 4.18 it says, Perfect love casteth out fear. 
and we know that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. The love of God, a perfect love of God has been placed in our spirits and we can cast out fear. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. A mind of self-control. Fear is the opposite. Fear will lead you out of control. People lose control because of fear. But faith will give us confidence and assurance and bravery. Hallelujah. Fear kills faith if we allow, allow it to. But faith is greater. Faith in God is greater. And we can push out the fear and refuse to allow fear to have dominion over us. And by faith, push out fear and take authority over the spirit of fear and let faith arise. The spirit of faith. 2 Corinthians 4.13 Ye having the same spirit of faith, the faith of God. And if we really know that God loves us, it's easier. If we know that He really wants to heal us, it's easier. Some people say He is able. Yes, He's able. But does He want to heal me? Or does he want to teach me something? No. We love our children. Now, will we teach our children by, by putting some mental or physical affliction on them so they can learn the lesson? No. We will correct them, yes, but through love. Because we love them, not because we want to destroy them or kill them like the devil does. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that ye might have light and it might have it more abundantly, not just enough, like people believe in the socialistic nations. God wants us to have just enough for everybody, just enough. Enough is, just enough is enough. No, God is a God of abundance. God is a God of prosperity and life. Hallelujah. Sometimes, like I said, the reason people fail to really believe is because of lack of love for God. And faith works by love. Love is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Love is necessary, the love of God. Disobedience to the known will of God is like poison to faith. Lack of desire to learn the will of God brings the same result. It's not for our self-purposes that God heals us. It's not that we can watch television without pain or we can sin without discomfort. No. He gives His Spirit to those that obey Him. He gives His blessings to those that obey Him. Beloved, I wish above all things that ye may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. The soul has to prosper, and sin does not make the soul pro prosperous. Faith in the Word of God and building ourselves up on our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, that causes our soul to prosper. And God works from within, hallelujah. One of the greatest hindrances to faith is disobedience. And it doesn't have to be necessarily a great thing. It could be a small thing. People refuse to believe God and obey God in, in what 
profession to choose, what city to live in, what neighborhood to live in, what church to go to, who to marry, who not to marry, what school to go to, what to study, what friends that they should hang out with or not hang out with. In these small things, we need to be obedient. Because all those things become great things. Together, all those things are our everyday lives. And that's where obedience is crucial, that we're led by the Spirit of God. Romans 8.14 says, For as men as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. But if we obey God, then we can have confidence. In Romans 8, the first verse it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. There is therefore now no condemnation. If there is condemnation, there is walking in the flesh. The Lord has delivered us from this when we decide to walk by the Spirit. We can read in 1 John 3.21, it says, Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God, and whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. We have confidence. What we ask for, we will receive. And we will do that which is pleasing. What is it that pleases God? Faith pleases God. Hebrews 11.6 Without faith it is impossible to please Him. Or we could say, with faith we please God. It's like when you speak to your friend, or you speak to your spouse, or, and you say something, and they say, I doubt that, I don't believe that. That is not something you want to hear. That is an insult to your integrity. If you are telling them something that happened to you, you're sharing it, and they say, well, I don't believe that. I doubt that. Or they don't, you can see that they just don't receive it. Their mind is somewhere else. You, they might not say anything, but they're not believing it. How does it make you feel? Well, how does it make God feel when we don't receive what He has told us? He has told us that healing belongs to us. He has said that healing is the children's bread. Faith is necessary. Real, living, vital faith is impossible to have if we live in disobedience. I have sometimes ministered to people and by the Spirit I have seen or discerned that they were living in sin, yet they want to be healed. Sometimes I have seen people that weren't yet saved being healed, coming into a meeting when the power of God was healing people, and when the anointing of God was present to heal. But to keep that healing, one has to be obedient, one has to want to serve God. So real vital faith, real faith is impossible without real vital obedience. Jesus said, He that taketh not his cross and followeth at me is not worthy of me. We have to take self-denial. Deny the flesh and take the spirit. Deny ourselves and take Christ. Deny our lives and accept his life. Many people are professing to be Christians, but they live under condemnation because they are in sin, disobedience to the known will of God. See, the devil will snatch away the blessings from you if you allow sin to rule you. Because you can only rule over sin when you walk in righteousness. And righteousness can only be obtained through faith. 
Justification comes through faith. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. For by grace are you healed through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. So it's not us. It's not in our power. Not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, said the Lord of hosts. It's by the power of the grace of God. It's by the power of the Spirit of God. It's by the power of the Word of God. But this has to be received by us, by faith. We have all the capacity to believe. God would not have asked us to believe unless we would be able to believe. Don't say, I can't believe that. Say, I can believe that. Because God has dealt every man the measure of faith. Every human being has the capacity to obey the Word of God by faith receiving the Word of God and accepting their salvation, accepting their healing, taking it by faith. Through the power of the Holy Ghost, we can live for God. We can serve God. And we can be healed. And we can live in divine health. This is the desire of the Father. That we live in health. Serving Him. Glorifying Him. Being living epistles. Manifesting His goodness. So that when people look at us. That see the blessings of God. And through our lives they can see Him. Who is the giver of all good gifts. The loving Father. Who so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. To die for our sin. To take our sickness. To take the curse upon Him. That we might receive the blessing. Hallelujah. By faith. For by grace are we saved through faith. For God so loved the world that He gave. His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That life includes divine healing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Receive your healing today. Receive your healing right now. As And this word is life and healing giving word that I'm speaking to you. In Jesus' name, Amen.